Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to yet another Real Film Nerds Podcast. Episode number 307. Movie with Tom Hanks, where he plays an old man, but he's not really that old. I, uh, I questioned it, so I had to look it up. He's only 66. Anyways, this week we chat about a film that hopefully is bringing the older generation back to the theaters so that the theaters can start selling popcorn before 5 o'clock in the evening. Mike, how did you enjoy A Man Called Otto? Well, man, you know, it's it's always fun to watch a grumpy old man on screen. Uh, there's just something about it, you know. It's just, it's, it's just kind of fun. Um, I, I like this movie quite a bit. Uh, but it's, it's a little bit of a sad story. It's, uh, but it was good, man. I, I, I think it was, it, it was fun. Um, I don't know if it's doing very well. When I went and saw it, uh, there was no one, man. Like I was pretty much by myself in the theater. Uh, how was it in your neck of the woods? Mike, question before we start getting going on that. So who do you think out of the two of us will be the grumpier old man? Oh, dude, I was going to just point at you right away. Like, boom. Like, you're you're just going to be like, off my lawn. You're going to be sitting there with your shotgun. You're just going to be like, hey, click. Dude, I'm already doing that shit now, and I don't even have a lawn, and there's not even any kids that live in my neighborhood. I yell at the old people walking their dogs. Nice, dude. See? See, you're already getting it. You're getting it. Uh, a man named Matt. Sitting there with my shotgun, Matt. and I'm like, Hey, you old bitty, get your stupid shit off my freaking lawn. What do you, what do you, who nice. are you calling a shit? Your shit suit. Get it off of my yard. <laughs> nice. Nice. Very nice, man. Okay. All right. Before I get too far, Mike, uh, we'll, I'll, I'll touch on how many people were in the theater and then I will add in Ma Hinshaw because she talked about it on the radio this morning. But Mike, before we get too far uh, for Real Film Nerds episode number 307, can you go ahead and give us a breakdown for a man called Otto? Oh, yes, absolutely, Matt. Um, so A Man Called Otto is directed by Mark uh, Forster. Is written by, uh, the screenplay was written by David McGee, and it's based on a book called A Man Called Ove uh, by Frederick Backman and Hans Holm. It's starring uh, Tom Hanks, uh, Mariana Trevino, uh, Mac uh, Bidet, Cameron Britton, and Peter Lawson Jones. And this movie uh, is uh, Otto is a uh, grump who's given up on life following the loss of his wife and wants to end it all. When a young family moves in nearby, he meets his match in quick-witted uh, Maricel leading to a friendship that will turn his world around. Hold on, wait. Did you just pronounce that kid's name as Bidet, and it's B-A-Y-D-A? And you think that says Bidet, like the thing that washes your asshole out? Yeah, dude, isn't that... It's B-A-Bay-Day. Yeah, I I would go with Beda because it doesn't have another Y, but that's my, (laughs) you know... Bidet, sure. Fuck it. Why not, Mike? Jesus. 
Okay, for oh man, those of you, oh, man, I, I, I really thought it was right, man. Oh, jeez, <laughs> I did not think that last name is Bidet. B A I was not Y D A Beda. All right, in my book. All right, dang it. All right, but it's still it's pretty funny. <sighs> all right, all right. Sorry, sorry about that. You need to call him up and apologize. All right, I'll I'll, I'll work on that. Will you tweet that. at him, please? Yeah, I'll I'll tweet face him. Right, that's that's what you do. Right, you you tweet face with the talk. It's better than the snap dick, because that's painful. Yeah, tweet face talk. Tweet face talk. When you snap that's it off, it's painful. Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess so. I guess so. Well, <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, well, all right, all right, we'll, all right. We'll figure out. Enough, we'll figure it all. Enough out. fun, Mike. I'm sorry. Enough fun. I'll get back into it. Okay, here we go. Uh, uh, actually, I like the fun. That's what makes our podcast fun. This is the fun. With the snap dick and rolling around You're, on the ground. And, okay, so there was not a lot of people in my theater. I was definitely the youngest one in my theater, though. There was probably about 20. I did go to a late night show, at least for the demographic this film is catering towards. Uh, I went to a 7 o'clock on a Thursday. And this movie has been out for about a week and a half, two weeks. No, at this recording, I think it's actually three weeks now that it's been out. Oh, okay. I I went and saw it at uh, uh seven like seven o'clock round as well. I think it was like seven twenty five or something, and there was just a few people in in my theater. Well, my mother, Ma Hinshaw, who for those of you who have not listened to the podcast before, stay towards the end with her radio interview. She doesn't come on the podcast. She said her theater was packed. She saw it. Not this past weekend. She saw it the week it came out. She saw it on a Friday morning and it was packed. Like there literally were people fighting over the handicap seats. And that's not even a joke. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, I guess Tom Hanks can bring uh, the old the older crowd so they can buy some popcorn. Right, Matt? The only people that have any money. They got to, man. I can't afford that popcorn. I'm not old. Or maybe I am old. I don't know. I look old. All this gray hair matches the gray bush. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it is, dude. Uh, a little bit too much there, but uh, that's okay. We'll just move on. The uh, popcorn's like $9, you know, uh, you know, for a small now. Oh, yeah. So, I was going to say, where know, the hell inflation. have you been? $9, that's a small. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, no. Small. Small. That is. You know, it's... Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Okay. Okay, all right, Mike. All right, should we talk about the movie? I don't know if we should. Yeah, yeah, we should. We should a little bit, Matt. Uh, I, you know, I I think it's a good story. Like like I said, it, it was it was sad. It was kind of repeatedly got sad, and that kind of bummed me out a little bit in certain points. Too. I'll be honest, man. I had a very hard time talking about this without spoiling it on the radio. It's probably one of the worst radio interviews I've ever done because I'm like. It's good. It's really sad, but it's good. And I'm like, what the hell else can I say without spoiling it? Because the reason why it's sad is repeated, as you were talking about, is detrimental. It's horrible to see on screen, especially someone as talented as Tom Hanks. But he did a very good job. Uh, uh, you know, he's a grumpy old man who has taken over the self-proclaimed role as HOA administrator, even though the HOA has been dissolved and he's been kicked out of whatever exists of the HOA. So, I mean, you know, it was perfect for, you know, me. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Matt. I I believe you are not a part of an HOA, but I am. So you know, it, it, you know, gets me on the strings there. <laughs> yeah, no, I have zero HOA, and that's why I live here is because I have fifteen cards parked on my lawn that I don't want any dogs pissing on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, my neighborhood has 15 cars parked on their lawn, and we have an HOA. So, uh, who knows? So, Mike, you learned a lesson from this movie that you need to become the president of your HOA, and then you can hand out little tickets and put them on people's cars for not having parking passes. Yes, no, I can't wait to do that. No, uh, I I actually (laughs) looked into... uh, I've, I've, I've attended... No, we're talking too much about HOAs, but I've attended meetings, Matt. There's no way I could ever stomach doing that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just like fist fights breaking out, man. I There was a time where there was a cop like in the meeting and he almost had to restrain people. It was crazy, dude. That sounds like the kind of HOA I want to be a part of. That sounds exciting and a lot of fun. But Mike, you know what? That's a great segue. You want to know what else is really exciting and fun, Mike? Uh, yes, Matt. Why don't you tell me? Mike, we have another giveaway. This is our second one of the year, I believe. Yeah, it is, dude. So I don't think this one is from our usual giveaway people. This might be direct from the studio, but I'm not 100% sure because it doesn't say on here. But Mike, we're giving away a horror movie that I have not heard of, but it's done by a production company that I have heard of and that you have heard of. And that's why I signed on to do this giveaway because I know you're a fan a Blumhouse. So we're giving away the latest movie done by Blumhouse, who historically does horror movies. What's one of your favorite Blumhouse films, Mike? Oh, man. that's You just put me on the spot, Matt. Oh, does it hurt? Oh. I know. I can't think yeah, of one. It, you, know, it, it, you know one I think, I think though? Um, shit, I can't think of the name. Uh, Hereditary. That's the one with the head and the ants. Isn't that a Blumhouse? No, I don't think that's a Blumhouse, dude. I think that's an A24. Is that A24? That's a good one. I thought that was a Blumhouse. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, no, I don't think so. Um there's there's a one uh that has Kevin Bacon in it and this creepy like monster dude. That's a Blumhouse. Dang it. Kevin Bacon Sinister. creepy monster. Sinister. Oh, I thought you were going to say Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I was like, "No, that was Disney Plus." Mike. No, no, no. Sin- Sinister, dude. That there there. Boom. I don't think I saw Sinister. Did you enjoy it? Uh, it's creepy, man. I, yes, I enjoyed it. Yes. <laughs> okay, Mike. Well, our listeners get to enjoy this giveaway. So I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do the question. I think that was a good question because it screwed both of us up pretty good. Um, if you want to be entered into our giveaway for a free copy of Blumhouse's latest film, it's called "There's Something Wrong with the Children." You need to email Matt or Mike at realfilmers.com and tell us one of your favorite Blumhouse production films. Sound good, Mike? Dude, that's a great that's a great uh, uh question, dude. And yeah, yeah. And unlike unlike Mike and I, you can use the internet to look this up because we're, you know, just doing this on the fly and trying not to type and make noise so we can't look it up. But anyways, so go ahead, email that to one of us. Let me get to the business so we can continue on with the show. Here we go. A group of friends on a weekend cabin trip begin to suspect something supernatural is at play when the kids behave strangely after disappearing into the woods overnight. There's Something Wrong with the Children is the latest horror film 
from Blumhouse Productions. It is currently available to buy or rent on digital. This film is not rated. Oh, yeah. That means it's probably brutal. Oh, yeah, man. Woo. Well, all right. There you go. So you want to be entered to win a copy of There's Something Wrong with the Children? Go ahead. You heard what to do. Tell us your favorite Blumhouse film. Email Matt or Mike at realfilmnerds.com. On with the show. All right, dude. Um, Like you said, this movie's kind of hard to talk about without spoiling. So I'm just going to ask you, Matt, what are you drinking this fine morning, evening, afternoon? (sighs) Mike, it's nothing special, but it's special to me because it's my favorite beer. I'm just drinking another Kilt Lifter because I have so many. Dude, that's awesome. That's a great beer, man. You know, it's a great way to start the new year. You know, this dry January. I I think I think we should just F that. What? Dry January? You haven't heard this, dude? It's all huge now, dude. What? Man, you're not you're not you're not very trendy anymore, man. Uh, clearly not. I mean, why would anybody be dry in January? Like that's when you really need to drink the most because it's the start of a new year. It's only gonna go downhill from here so why not enjoy it well there's this trend with uh not uh, giving up alcohol after uh i guess a month or two of imbibing and then uh you know they've even come out with beers with like zero percent like tons of them dude like it's weird real weird is that why heineken keeps pushing them on tv the heineken zeros with ant-man and wasp and kang the conqueror and his aunt and stuff I don't know about that, but yes, there's uh, definitely a push for for that, and people are like those, like uh, they call it mocktails. It's like a cocktail, like we used to call it a virgin daiquiri, but they have a whole new name for it now, and they even like try and make things taste like booze without booze. Is that because virgin is like offensive? Oh, is it offensive now? Did that get canceled? I don't know. That's Matt, what I'm you asking. Didn't tell me, dude. Maybe it's offensive to us man horse. Dude, you didn't tell me. I'm supposed to know. Matt, you're supposed to give me that list every week about everything that's canceled. Dude, you're the one that's like cool and like knows all these things. I didn't even know what dry January was. How do I know if it's been canceled or not? All right. All right. Okay. Hold on. You have your book. You're itching to go, but you still didn't tell me what beer you're drinking. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I am drinking a, uh, it's called a Hazy Little Thing. It is a hazy IPA from Sierra Nevada. I was going to ask if you're just doing dry January then, since you're not going to tell me what you're drinking. But thank you, Mike. I appreciate what you're drinking, uh, even though it's another IPA that tastes like basically cat urine. So go ahead. Bring your hate mail. Bring it on. Email me that you love IPAs and that I'm wrong. I'm not wrong. Cat urine. Boom. Bitter. Out. I don't know why you're drinking cat urine, man. Well, you got to make sure the cat still hasn't gone bad. Okay. All right. Well, that was a terrible joke. That was awful. Okay. That's so, terrible. Let's move following it, on. it up with another terrible joke. <laughs> there you go, dude. Mike, what is this week's dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. How can you tell if Legoland is busy? It's all blocked up. This is very close, Matt. People will be lined up for blocks. Oh, I was so close. I was so close. Ah, damn it. Oh, well, that was good. That was good. I'll I'll give him that one. That was a good one. That was a good one.
That was a pretty good one. All right, Mike, my my turn. I mean, we keep doing these segments. Maybe we should stop. I don't know. Maybe people don't like them, but they're continuing at least for now. Mike, I still love this one. This one is my favorite. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Mike, how does a man called Otto relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, man. This was a little tougher than I thought it was going to be, but I once again prevailed. And uh, with this one, I got I went down to the makeup department and I found Douglas No. And Douglas No has worked on quite a bit of uh, um, MCU movies and uh, in, in shows. He worked on uh, Loki. He worked on Avengers: Endgame, Captain Marvel, Avengers: Affinity War, Thor: Ragnarok. Oh, uh, there's one more in here, I think. Thor the Dark World. Yeah, uh, the Avengers. All kinds of stuff. Like, really prolific, uh, I guess, uh, makeup artist. So he knows how to do lots of makeup. Yes. Terrible pun. Terrible, terrible pun. Okay, all right. So, warning right now. If you want to see this movie and you don't want it spoiled, stop listening to our podcast because we're going to spoil A Man Called Otto. It's hard not to talk about this movie without spoiling it because one of the most integral parts of the film is a massive spoiler that happens over and over and over and over and over again, which makes it so fucking sad. But dude, I will, I'm scarred for fucking life. I'll be honest. I'm scarred for fucking life. I I don't ever want an image of Tom Hanks trying to kill himself in five different fucking ways zooming through my head for the rest of my days. Oh dude, like that if there's a complaint I have for the movie, it's like it's so tough like cuz he just keeps trying over and over again and like getting interrupted like ah I it was rough, man. Like the first time I'm like, "All right, cool." We're good. Now we just know he's grumpy or whatever. And then it just like, nope, moving on. He's not a quitter. He's not a quitter. And it just kills me because Tom Hanks is America's fucking treasure. How dare you, Tom? How dare you even simulate doing that? Yeah, uh, Matt, I am going to ask you something. This is this this ran across my mind, Matt. I don't know if it did for you, but I feel like this movie is Tom Hanks's Grand Torino. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was. I talked about this on the radio, and I thought I mentioned it last podcast. I was like, a man called Otto is basically Gran Torino without all the racism. Now, after watching it, no, it is a hell of a fucking lot darker than Gran Torino. Gran Torino is very, very dark and messed up, but he never tries to kill himself at least not like really openly and a man called Otto, he's just like oh yeah these people clearly need help uh but you know what i don't care i still just don't want to be here anymore because i'm so alone dude if i did that i would hang myself i would have started hanging myself at 19 i mean i've been alone like my whole freaking life as far as you know having a significant other I've had relationships, but nothing at, you know, the level of Tom Hanks in this. And it's like, come on, dude, get tough, sack up, put down the rope. 
Yeah, dude. Uh, and the, the rope scene where he's arguing with the five foot, I was like, oh, yeah, dude. This guy's a grumpy old dude. Oh, that's my mom's favorite scene of the whole film. She's like, that's your father. That's your father. He does that all the time. I'm like, no, dad doesn't go to the hardware store at all. But hey, you know, he does argue over simple little shit. But I called it like right off the bat. Like when he was in there and he was measuring and measuring and then how he grabbed a hook and an anchor that you put into the ceiling. I'm like, yeah, he's going to fucking hang himself. But this is a guy that's a handyman-ish or thinks he is and is going to do it right so he can't fuck it up. Well, he didn't do it right and it pulled out of the ceiling. Yeah, no, it was... uh, um. I don't know. And then, oh, another thing that made this movie kind of, like, brutally sad was, like, we keep getting flashes of, like, his relationship with his his wife and, like, how they met and stuff. And it's, like, super awesome and, like, really, like, a, a cute story. And then it makes, like, the him coming back to reality, like, worse. Well, I think they did that on purpose to make you feel the pain that he's feeling. Because it is such a sweet story. She is so awesome. She's a very attractive actress. I don't remember what else she's in, but I've seen her before. I haven't seen the actor that played a young Tom Hanks before, though. It's the whole thing. I mean, how they did it. I mean, nobody meets like that anymore. It's all freaking, you know, swipe left or swipe right or YouTube or snap cock or whatever, whatever the dating shit is now. you'll, You'll never have those sweet stories again. Oh, yeah, we met on twitter or whatever wherever people find people now and it's just like this is like a a story that no longer is around and i really think the flashbacks really helped flesh out this story and show how miserable of a human being he became not just after his wife passing but after losing a child to be honest yeah yeah i definitely think it shows that the losing of the child uh, also scarred them, you know, greatly. And 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 uh, be, being a parent now, Matt, it's, it's a lot different when you see these things on the screen. But uh, it was—I don't know, man. It was—it was a pretty dark movie. <laughs> There's lots of dark in it. Yeah, it was. It's very sad. It's very dark, but it ends very optimistically, like most feel-good movies like this are. Um, it shows him much like oh hell not to pull up a weird ass movie (laughs) but mike did you ever you've seen it death becomes her oh yeah 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 that's like a dark comedy no it's a dark comedy it's hilarious i love that movie but if you remember bruce willis's character like they end up going to his funeral at the end of the film right and he's 90 or something like that and like they keep saying like you know whatever bruce willis's character is that life started at 50 and so it just kind of makes me feel kind of the same way with this movie that just because his wife passed and because he's all alone doesn't mean there aren't good people out there that need your help and reciprocate that help there's still people out there if they're related to you or not there's still relationships to be had there's still people to chat with there's still someone that's willing to take care of you i mean think about it she made all this wonderful mexican food and kept bringing it over to him even though he was questioning it from the start. Yeah, man. No, and and, and uh, their, their uh, I don't know, almost forced relationship because they kept asking for, for help. And then, like, after he helped them the one time because he couldn't stand how uh, he was backing up the trailer to move in, it just, like, continues on and on. It's kind of funny. Um, 
uh, and they build their relationship and, and then he kind of gets along with some of the other people in the, con- uh, in the, um, you know, in that, what was it, condos or t- townhomes? I think they were townhomes. What, what I mean, it's it very strange because they look like they're townhomes, condos, something, but they're clearly older because he's been there at least 40 or 50 years. At least that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. And I don't even know if we ever found out what city it was in or did they say? Uh, Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were All in right. Philly. Yeah. Um, But, it, it, you know, uh, I don't know, man. It, it was... It was a pretty good movie, but uh, I'm going to ask you a, a a weird question, Matt. Would you recommend seeing this in the theater, or do you think you would recommend streaming it? Uh, you know, do you, do do you think people should go watch it? I don't know, man. It's sad. It's <laughs> it's it's a hard watch. Okay, so you know what my answer is. I think people should go see it in the theaters just because the theaters need our support. My real answer is, I think you could wait until it comes out on streaming. But I definitely think it's worth a watch. I think it's a very, very good movie. Just because a movie is sad doesn't mean it's not a good movie. It just means you need to, you know, have a little bit thicker skin and realize that it's a story. This is not real. Sure, there might be real occurrences of said things in this, but I liked it. I think it's a really good movie, and I think people should watch it. But I don't think going to the theater is a must because there's no big special effects or anything. The only reason I say go to the theater is because I love going to the theater. Uh, I, it's an experience. We've talked about it many, many times. You can only get that experience at the theater. And we need to support them so they stay open. Because honestly, dude, I don't know how much longer we're going to have theaters. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, we have we have some MCU movie coming. But it's it does seem like there's a lot of feast or famine in the theaters and right now they're kind of famine although avatar seems to be making some money i don't know if it's making as much money as uh it is in foreign markets uh as it is here in america and uh yeah i i think you'd see it in the theater if you're going to watch this movie um and then matt i i got another good question for you so Grumpy old men are are funny or can be funny, you know, the, the situation. Like, like the movie Do you think, Grumpy Old Men or Grumpy Old Men? No, 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 no. Just, oh, okay. just well so there is that movie, but but like just in a like like overall, like as a character, a grumpy old man is kind of like funny because they're just, you know, grumpy, get off my lawn kind as of guy. Just a character as a real person. Because my, just, my just dad's a, a grumpy a old character. man, and he's not very funny. He's just mean. Gotcha, gotcha. And you, your dad well, is a very nice old man, and he's not grumpy or mean. And I'd rather hang out with him all day. Okay, all right. Well, but besides all okay, that, all man, right. I know that was very loaded. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. What uh, do you think it would change the story big time if it was a woman and they flipped around the story a little bit? Ooh, shit. Yes. 100%. You want me to elaborate? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Elaborate, man. You can't just say yes and <laughs> well, say nothing. Yes, I do not have to. Damn it. Shit. Okay, I'll try and keep this short. I think just because of the gender role and how old women are seen as shrewd and mean and uncaring when they're bitter and grumpy like this. 
I think it would be taken differently versus the silly, grumpy old man who just is done with life. Make sense? Mm, I think that's probably uh, a, a decent explanation. I, I, I don't yeah. want it to seem like I'm being sexist because I'm not. It's just when you're the different genders, when you're mean, people interpret them in different ways. Like if you're a grumpy old man and people don't like you, they just ignore you. Where if it's a grumpy old woman, they just see her as just cruel and shrewd and mean, and they don't even want to help or nothing. I I don't know. Maybe it's just that, that the woman always wanting to take care of people. So when she doesn't, want to take care of someone or I, I don't know. I'm getting too out of whack on that, but I, it's not a gender thing. It's just everyone's perceptions of how the grumpy stages are as you're older. Does it make sense? I am not making sense to myself. Well, I, you know, I think it's a real tough question to answer, man. I don't really have much of an answer myself. I just, I, I just thought of that question. It was like, you know, I think it would be a different movie. I don't I, like, I was just, uh, and, and, and some of it does have to do maybe with some gender roles and stuff, Matt, like, um, <laughs> it's definitely society uh, for sure would be a factor. It's consciously yeah, Matt, I'll just or, give you... or subconsciously. How's that? Yeah, Matt. Just a just a real quick glimpse into uh, uh, me as as a parent uh, or a parent. Um, I took one of my kids in because he was sick uh, to the to the doctor. Right, you know, I called him up and said, you know, I got to bring my kid in or whatever. And uh, th- the uh, the front office lady and like um, the nurse who checked him out, they were all like almost idolizing me as like this great person and, and whatever, because I was taking care of the kid. And you had an active role in your child's life as a father. Interesting. Yeah. So I was being like almost overpraised and like put up on this pedestal for just taking care of my child. So what you're saying is Maggie shouldn't be listening to this podcast whatsoever, or you shouldn't be allowed to take your child anywhere alone. No, no. I mean, I told her about it and she was like, well, that's interesting. Okay. Um, All right. I don't feel so bad now. Yeah. uh, And and it's like, but if if Maggie did it, it's just like, they're like, ah, yeah, cool. It's expected. Right. So yes, I think that's a, a great analogy for this. That's a lot better than me trying to explain it and stumbling over my words and talking about genders and probably getting us blackballed on something. But that's a great way to explain it. It's the same situation, but you bringing in your son is very different than your wife bringing in your son. Yeah. No. And and like, look, I was looked upon differently, which, you know, I'm not trying to grab any praise or anything i was just it was like well i'll take him to the doctor it's fine like you know it's like uh i don't know i guess a equal uh role in in doing child care well it just shows you that it was unexpected to them so i think the same thing about well and that's even more interesting you know as we dive deeper and deeper into this when we probably shouldn't but um Historically, statistically, 
men pass before their wives historically it's a fact yeah no no that's true that's true for and sure so when the husband usually is the one that's still alive it's he's usually not too far behind his wife passing i've seen several personal instances of this um be it relatives family friends whatever i've seen it um when when that significant other passes on it's just like the spark in their life is just kind of gone you know and so but women they tend to persevere alone i guess to a certain degree when their significant other of 30 or 40 years has passed now they don't go on living forever but people don't like try to help them or clamor to them as much as like a, a single man Maybe that's just the statistic, like pointing out the obvious, and people are just kind of doing that. I don't know. Same thing, maybe. Maybe, dude. I I, I don't know. I definitely think there the, the, this would be a different movie with the roles. Yeah, I think it would be very very different. Let's say, um, I'll just throw out a name: Helen Mirren, wonderful actress great comedic performances great dramatic performances just like tom hanks in a lot of ways just change the actor completely make it helen mirren interesting dude sorry i, I really threw you a curveball no that dude one, i dude. love it this just... is the kind of discussions we should be having on this podcast instead of just simply talking about the review we should be getting interesting this is the kind of shit that drives people to come and listen the shit that's kind of weird all right. Well, I guess I'll 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 keep it weird, Matt. I'll keep well, it not weird, weird, as they say. In, in... psychologically <laughs> stimulating. How's that? Okay. Oh, I was I was gonna go with Austin's role, like like the the city's uh, Austin, Texas is uh like airport. Like every time I've ever flown in there, like keep Austin weird. Yeah, that's like their motto, I think, isn't it? That's like their town motto. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think. It well, is. you know, Prescott's <laughs> is everybody's hometown, and I mean, it is. It's everybody's hometown. Oh, oh yes, yes. I I've been there many times, and I'm like, you know what? I had a hometown, but this one's better. Yeah. This one's mine. Uh huh. So when when are you gonna come back, Mike? It's been too long. I have no idea, man. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> when when the when the plane tickets become cheap again? So never. Got it. Okay. All right. We're now just mumbling. So I'm gonna put an end to this right now, Mike. Next week is your pick. Why don't you tell our nice listeners what? we get to watch and review for Real Film Nerds episode number 308. It is called A Pale Blue Eye. Just one, not two? Yes, that's what okay, it's called. Okay, so what What about it? It's Christian Bale, Netflix original. It's been out for a few weeks, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's been out for like a month or, uh, I don't know, uh, January 6th. Yeah, like, Almost a like month. Yeah, 20 yeah. days. Um, yeah. It's a period piece. It's a murder mystery. I think it's a horror uh yeah yeah well I, it says it's a horror i don't know if it's not if it is or not but uh it, it looks interesting dude okay well we will find out and we will report back for real film nerds episode number 308 next wednesday don't forget to enter our giveaway for a legit horror movie there's something wrong with the children's go ahead and email us let us know on that one uh email mike or myself so we'll get that going uh, other than that, Mike, I think we're uh, good to go. I mean, dude, great discussion. I think this was one of our, you know, dare I say, our best podcast of the year. 
<laughs> nice, Matt. Nice, Matt. Well, what? How many ratings oh, do you shit. give? Uh, how many forgot. reels do you give it? Mike, good catch. God damn it. I'm just looking at the time. Like, we got to go. We got to go. Mike, I, like I said, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was great. Uh, it, I don't think it's going to win any awards. I don't think it's that good. Tom Hanks' best performance, as always, he's just fantastic. Um, the uh, young lady that played, played against him, uh, Mariana uh, Trevino, uh, fantastic. I thought she was really just a perfect counterbalance to this grumpy old man. She did a fantastic job. Everyone just all around did a really, really good job. Uh, Mike, I give it four out of five reels. Oh, nice, dude. Nice. Uh, yeah, I guess, well, I guess I'm the grumpier one on this one, Matt. Uh, I gave it three and a half uh, reels. Dude, nothing's wrong with that. I mean, it's very sad, but I try not to judge films. Like, if they make you feel something sad or good, I think it's a good thing. Because that's that's a good piece of art, is it makes you feel something. And this one definitely made me feel very sad and confused and then very happy at the end when you get your, you know, resolution. You know? that he found another family basically yeah yeah he he found a way to keep on living uh so anyway uh that that was good um but uh yeah so i guess matt i'll 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 let uh our audience go uh thanks for listening everybody make sure to go out to the theaters and support your local theater and uh you know uh We'll catch you on the next pod. A pale blue eye. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Matt Hinshaw made it into the Magic Studio this morning, and he's with me now on Magic 99.1. Good morning. How are the roads? A little slidey. Yeah, a little slick, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine, though. It is fine. I mean, if you go slow, but um, yeah, you know, they, they're icy. I agree, 100%. Well, I was driving fast because I was late. Oh, well, so I, you know you're not supposed to drive fast in the snow. I was taking those turns like a stock car driver. In your in your woof. minivan? In your yep. minivan? <laughs> yep. I bet that was a good time. Everybody loves it. They get out of the way. Yeah, I bet. They, they think, think it's a family of four. Yeah, they think I'm a crazy parent. It's, it's the best. <laughs> well, you are crazy. Maybe not a parent yet, but there's still time. There's still hope. Mm, don't hold your breath. Okay, I won't hold my breath. Let's talk about the movie, shall we? Instead of your reproductive um, timeline. Inadequacies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. Okay. okay. A the, man called Otto. A man there. called Otto. Yes, this is the big movie starring Tom Hanks. Yes, ma'am. In the theater or at home? It's in the theater. Okay. Yeah, you got to leave the house for this one. All right. I'm sorry, Lisa. I know. I can't do it, but um, tell me. I believe in you. Did you like it? It was okay. It was was all right. Okay. Yeah. It's sad. It's really sad. We don't need any more sadness in our lives. I would say it's 85% sad, and then the last like 15%, it's the the warm and fuzzy, you know, redemption feeling. Was that enough? To to make it worth watching the movie, yeah, I mean it's it's decent. I yeah. thought it was good. Okay. You know, it's uh, I don't know, it's 
It's a, a grumpy old man. It's, yeah, he's having a rough time. He's yeah. having a rough go. His wife is no longer with him anymore, and you know, yeah, he's just having a rough go, and he's taking out, taking it out on the world around him, especially his neighbors, because okay. he kind of self appoints himself the lead of the HOA. Oh, <laughs> so we all know what that's like. Oh, it's hilarious. Okay, well, it looks like you're right in right in track with uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it sixty nine. Um, 92% of Google users liked it, though. It's Tom Hanks. He's awesome. That's what I was going to say, because of Tom Hanks, I'm sure. The crazy, he's not even that old. No? He's 66. In real life? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he plays someone much older than that. Oh, he does. Much older. Okay, like what, in his 80s? Yeah, I would say probably in his 80s. Wow. Okay, good for him. How many reels are you going to give it? I I thought it was good. Uh, I didn't think it was anything special. I definitely think it's worth a watch. Uh, Four out of five. Is it worth going to the theater? Always. I love going to the theater. I know you do. I know you do. That's that's a loaded question when you ask me, because you know know. I'm going to say yes. Right. There's a movie I want to see. Oh, uh, A Man Called Whale or something like that. A whale, a man that's you a mean whale. The whale. The whale. Yeah, I want to see Brendan that. With Brendan Fraser. Yes, and I would like to see that it's too. It's only in theaters, and so yeah, I may not see that one. They're not streaming it. You're not going to go see it at all. Well, if you'll go with me, maybe. Okay, let's go all Thursday right. nights. Thursday nights. I go nights. at nine thirty. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to the movies at nine thirty at night. Do you know what time I wake up for this very important job? No. Four a.m. See, that's plenty of sleep. Yeah. Movie gets out about midnight. I can sleep through you the whole sleep. movie. And then just take me straight to the station. Yeah, And we'll just come right on in and we'll talk about it. I love it. This is a great idea. Uh, it's a bad idea. We're calling Ma Henshaw. That's a good idea. She's coming up next on Magic 99.1. Morning, y'all. Good morning, Ma Henshaw on Magic 99.1. How you doing? Peachy. Peachy King. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. All right. You saw a movie this weekend starring the big shot, Tom Hanks, a man called Otto. What'd you think, Ma? Absolutely thought it was great oh, and wonderful. Mother and loved it. Well, it's kind of for her generation. It is. Yeah. You say it's interesting. Tell me why. I can't because I'm spoiled. Oh, <laughs> spoiled it all. Okay, was but there? A- we had there. The whole theater was full, and I uh, talked to a couple of people who had seen it twice. They just loved it. It has a an a very good message to it, and uh, sad. Yes, it was sad in spots, but it had fun things in other spots that people will relate to. Are you talking about the nudity? No. No. Okay. (laughs) So there was no nudity in the movie? No. Oh, okay. That's that's probably best. All right. Well, Matt said it was 85% sad, 15% happy. Would you agree? No. I think there was more happy than that. But, you know, that's just me. That's just you. Yes. The movie was two hours and 40 minutes long. Tell me, did you have any sleeps? I had no sleeps, and I didn't even eat my Cheetos. Wow. I just watched that movie. Okay. Well, wow. That's a great review. You really, really loved it. So how many cookies are you going to give it? Oh, I'm going to give it five, because <laughs> I thought it was really Amazing. Five out of five cookies. Have you ever done that before? Yeah, she has. Oh, she has. I don't know yeah, what, though. But... I have. Yeah, wow. I don't remember. That is no. amazing. Okay, well, what a great review. According to you, we all need to see this movie. How many reels did you give it, Matt? Four. Four. He gave it four. Uh, 
It's yes. good. Yeah, well, Tom Hanks, you know, he's not going to pick a bad it, film. It definitely has a lot of meaning. She's right in that. Okay. Lots so of meaning. you can't really talk about the meaning without spoiling the whole film because okay. it's yeah. not what you would expect in certain levels when you walk in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a fair review, you guys. <laughs> Ma Henshaw, you stay warm down there in Sierra Vista. Okay, and we'll talk to you next week. All righty. On Magic 99.1. That's the one. Take care. So what are you going to review next week, Matt? You have her so trained. You don't even have to ask. <laughs> she just does it. I love that about her. What are you going to watch next week or uh, talk about next week? So it's a Netflix original starring Christian Bale. It's a crime horror mystery movie, period piece. It's called The Pale Blue Eye. Okay. Sounds thrilling, if nothing else. A, a world-weary detective is hired to investigate the murder of a West Point cadet. Wow. Okay. Well, there you have it. Don't miss that review. Also, don't miss Matt's podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. And uh, you can catch Matt and Ma here every Monday morning on what station, Matt? Magic 99.1. See, I got you trained, too. See, but you had to ask. But you knew the answer. Yeah, I knew. <laughs>